This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Beringer Ingelheim Animal Health, a global leader in preventative animal health care products. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The House has sent a coronavirus relief package to the President's desk. The bill cleared the chamber today by a voice vote after concerns that a roll call vote on the measure would be necessary, ultimately requiring the yeas and nays lack sufficient support. The bill includes funding for food and ag priorities such as replenishing USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation and measures to support government nutrition programs. American Farm Bureau Federation lobbyist Andrew Walmsley says the bill also includes language on rural hospitals. We know a lot of our rural hospitals are already strained, but with the potential for being overwhelmed with cases of coronavirus, there is some direct support to those rural hospitals. There's also some additional funding through USDA for telehealth and telemedicine. And then there's several provisions for rural businesses and communities, some through the Small Business Administration, others through USDA, but hundreds of millions of dollars that will be soon available for those impacted by this pandemic. The measure now heads to the White House for the president's signature. For more on what's in the bill, check out our coverage on agripulse.com. By the way, there's a handful of other actions being taken to address the response to the coronavirus. The State Department has agreed to accelerate approvals of H-2A visa applications. In guidance announced Thursday, the department gave consulate offices the option to waive the visa interview requirement for the first time and returning applicants with no potential ineligibility. The move is being welcomed by farm groups who were concerned about the potential for ag workers not being able to get into the country in time for planting season. In a statement, American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duval pointed out that H-2A workers represent 20% of the country's farm workforce. United Fresh CEO Tom Stenzel says they'll now turn their attention to making sure the revised regulations allow for the fruit and vegetable industry to have access to workers. The Department of Agriculture has also taken some actions in the food service space, including an announcement yesterday to waive the prohibition of official grading for eggs over 21 days of age or which have been previously shipped for sale. USDA says this will allow eggs that have been shipped for food service destinations to be returned to their origin, reprocessed, and repackaged for retail distribution. The coronavirus and the corresponding reaction is hitting the pork markets. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. An ag economist says ham and pork loin prices are holding steady, but pork belly prices are weak. Purdue University ag economist Jim Mentard says pork bellies are heavily used in the hotel and restaurant business to make bacon. And I suspect that we're seeing that being reflected in the weakness in those belly prices. As you go forward, I think the real concern is going to be what happens to pork product prices and in turn hog prices as we see the impacts of COVID-19 spill over into increasing unemployment, lower consumer income levels, and also the potential impact with respect to pork exports. He says pork exports have been an incredibly important source of demand. We export in excess of 20% of U.S. pork production, so there continues to be some concerns there. Obviously, some expectations for strong export growth going, going to China. That remains somewhat up in the air with respect to how rapidly the Chinese economy recovers. Mintern says that includes how rapidly shipments head to China. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, the Environmental Protection Agency says it will not revisit or rescind any previously granted small refinery exemption issued for previous compliance years. The agency says in light of the coronavirus outbreak, EPA is focused on protecting its employees and the public health, so investigating and initiating enforcement actions on SREs is a low priority. 
The agency also said it intends to develop an appropriate implementation and enforcement response to the Tenth Circuit action that struck down three SREs and could strike down more if implemented nationally. The agency also said it plans to extend the RFS compliance date for small refineries. Biofuel groups are calling on the agency to enforce the Tenth Circuit decision nationally prior to granting any more SREs. They say such action would dramatically reduce the amount of waivers granted. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by Behringer Engelheim Animal Health, a global leader in preventative animal health care products for livestock and companion animals. From Georgia to Missouri, Iowa to Puerto Rico, more than 3,000 U.S. employees power our business. Learn more at the link in today's Drive Time email. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.